Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello. This is uh, Michael Adams. I'm for the Truthful Ministry of Decided. We found in the Word of God, and it is... February the 15th, 2016. Uh, thank you, Larry, for your help, and thank you, Jeff, uh, for technical service, service from uh, TalkShoe. Starting up the problem here. We had a little bit of issues trying to get started here, and it might have been on my end. <clears throat> I have no idea. Somehow I scheduled two shows at the same time. I don't know how that happened. Um, yeah, let's see what's going on here. Hmm. So, anyways, uh, what am I doing? I have no idea. I'm so discombobulated this morning. I have my mind on two different things, or more than that. That's dangerous for someone like me. Um, let's see. Let me start. Yeah, um, a tooth and a toe. Still can't. Hmm. I have no idea. Sometimes these emails that I get are kind of strange sometimes. All right. Uh, well, we start out with get in the right mood. We'll start out with some psalms here. We're going to see uh, the psalm. I believe he read 30. Blessed is he that considered the poor and will deliver me from trouble. You preserve me. I believe we're at book now on book two of the psalm. And uh, now we're on Psalm 42. As their heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude, and I went with them to the house of God, with a voice of joy and praise, with the multitude that keep holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted in me? 
hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me, and therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill of, of Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy ways and thy bills are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the day. Time and in the night my song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with the sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is in the health of my continence. O my God, or in my God. Psalms 43, judge me, O God, and plead my cause against an unholy nation. Excuse me. I deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. For thou art the God of my strength. Why dost thou cast me off? Why go I mourning because of oppression of the enemy? Oh, send out thy light, thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy tabernacles. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy. Yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God, my God. Why art thou cast down, my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hoping God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 44. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. Sounds familiar. Feels <laughs> times old. <clears throat> How thou didst, didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and planted them? How thou didst afflict the people and cast them out? For thy for they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thy arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst 
a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God. Command deliverance for Jacob. Through thee will we push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall I shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us from our enemies, hast put them to shame that hated us. <clears throat> so true. So many people feel that they can do a better job than God when it comes to our protection. Isn't that interesting? And God, we boast all the day long and praise thy name forever, Selah. But thou hast cast off and put us to shame and goest not forth with our, our armies. Thou makest to turn back from the enemy. They which hate us spoil themselves, for themselves, excuse me. Thou hast given us like sheep appointed for meat and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for naught, and dost not increase thy wealth by their price. Thou makest a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn Hold on a second here. Am I in my right? A scorn and a derision to them that are around about us. Thou makest, makest us a byword among the heathen, a shaking of the head among the people. <laughs> I can relate to that. My confusion is continually before me, and the shame of my face hath covered me. For the voice of him that reproacheth and blasphemeth by reason of the enemy and avenger, all of this is come upon us. Yet have we not forgotten thee, neither have we dealt falsely. falsely in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from thy way. Though thou hast sore broken us in the place of dragons and covered us with the shadow of death, if we have forgotten the name of our God, and stretcheth out our hands to a strange God. Shall not God stretch, or excuse me, shall not God search this out? For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Yea, for thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake! Why sleepest thou, O Lord? Arise and cast us not off forever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face and forgettest our affliction and our oppression? For our soul is bowed down 
to the dust, and our belly cleaveth unto the earth. Arise for our help, redeem us for thy mercy's sake. That was uh, Psalm 44. <sighs> yep, seems like nothing's new under the sun, just that that, that saying is so true. <clears throat> the same battles and struggles that they faced thousands of years ago, we face today, and nothing seems to have changed. Okay, um, last time when I finished up Revelation, we started on Matthew. We already read the first chapter of Matthew, so we don't have to go through that whole list of the, uh, the genealogy. What's interesting is the generation that, that I that, that that stuck to me was the three groups of fourteen generations, making forty-two generations leading up to Christ. If I got that right, yes. And all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations and from David unto the until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ is 14 generations now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Ghost <clears throat> false so for some reason I don't know the answer to that I don't but uh, obviously uh, God felt it necessary to do just as he did it 14 generations times three that would make 42 Uh, chapter 2. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and, her, and are come to worship him. And when Herod the king, let's just stop there for a second. Now there's it says wise men, of course, in the you know I was thinking about this. Christmas, you know, um, I try to uh, placate and try to be, uh, you know, kind of like a middle ground type of thing with my new place. <clears throat> Although I totally disagree with Christmas and the bale tree and bale mass and uh, 
even the major seed that they have, uh, and you know, this we're not supposed to have engraven images of you know above and of the earth and below, and um, you know, things of heaven, um, of our heavenly Father and uh, of uh, our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, etc. And, of course, the major scene is pretty much that. And then, you know, a lot of people say that uh, we're really talking about Nimrod and Simrus and Tammuz, and the baby is actually Tammuz, right? Other things, too, is they always have three wise men. Why do they always have three? That's a question. One was asked, because nowhere is there anything that... that affirms three wise men on the number of wise men. But what is interesting is that these wise men, these... Oh, my brain's not working too well. Sorry for all the pauses. Of course, we did, around Christmas, we did some studies on this. And... um, Okay, what the heck is the name of those wise men again? The three stooges. Isn't that interesting? Three stooges, three wise men, three musketeers. Three wise men. We're... um, We're magicians, right? We're magis. We're those who are practic- practitioners of, uh, I guess, astrology and astronomy. And we're the, the ones who went around uh, behaving almost as, as royalty. Somehow these men... Uh, even Herod himself placated so. Uh, allowed them to be part of his in, in his presence, and uh, it seemed to have been a t- at a time which I believe is still going on today. If you look at the UN and if you look at uh, the, ru- the the elites, the Illuminati, if you will, which yes is the Jesuits, but it's more than just the Jesuits. It is all the different factions of the Roman Empire, whether it's in the Club of Rome, the Knights of Malta, um, the Knights of Columbus, all the many different other secret societies, and you know, their, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So. But what's interesting is even today, the hierarchical structure, the higher-ups, they still value astrologers and um, certainly don't value the Word of God, but they value astrologers. Magi's of our day. You could even be a Magi today if you didn't know that. Not that I would recommend that in any way, but... um, why the Magi? Why was it so important to put it in the Word of God? 
I'm simply asking questions, and um, I am not here to tell you one way or the other. I was not there. I do not know. <laughs> but if one should ask, you know, why the wise men, the magi from the east, why did they know this? Was it because of their time spent with um, folks like Daniel and their time in Babylonian captivity? Did they learn a lot of this? them? I don't know. A star in the east. Perhaps he's his star in the east and are come to worship him. Now, were these men that were the elect? I don't know. But it's interesting they brought it up. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Which is interesting. So apparently when these these, these wise men, these magi had an incredible influence because they not only troubled Herod, but all of Jerusalem. It must have been a big deal when they showed up. A lot bigger of a deal than but the pagan Romanist uh, image that they portray to us actually is. When he had gathered all the chiefs, chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded them where Christ should be born. So this wasn't just some passing, this wasn't some just some kind of incident, was it? And this was a big deal. You gotta remember, Jerusalem wasn't some little little outpost in the middle of nowhere. There were tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, we don't really know exact numbers. There was a lot of people in the Middle East, and there was a lot of people that were under the uh, the rulership of uh, Herod in, in the Roman Empire. So this was a big deal. A lot bigger of a deal than we actually want to give it credit. That pagan, silly majors seemed that we were given. And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judah, for thus it is written by the prophet, Thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently <clears throat> I believe that's Micah 5 2 and the, uh, verse 6 you should find it but then Herod when he had privily called the wise men inquired them diligently what time the star appeared he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. When ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard 
the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. Must have been quite a scene, if you think about it. Uh, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. It was interesting that the Magi from the East were more prepared for the coming of our Lord than most people, than his people in general, which says something really about uh, even God's elector or his children back then, or who the people that pretend to be. I don't know. I mean, it seems to me that this is a very, very, this is the biggest of deals, right? Uh, you would think not only the Magi, the wise men would show up, and uh, but you would think that tens of thousands of other people would have showed up. I mean, don't you think if the whole of Jerusalem was stirred up and troubled about this, that those who are true believers and have been waiting for this moment would have showed up too? So I don't know what the scene must have been like, but I'm sure it was nothing that Hollywood would ever present, and I'm sure it's nothing that Rome would present, and I'm sure it is nothing that I can imagine. Interesting, though. And, they and when they saw the star, they rejoiced and exceedingly great joy. Now, is it interesting, too, and there's another thing, too, and when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. Another thing that might be of interest and might be me just putting, adding to this. Um, but it says they saw the star and they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. So were they happy about seeing the star and having some kind of prophetic revelation that they knew that they can say, hey, we actually got something right? Are they happy about the star or were they happy about seeing Jesus Christ, who he is? Interesting. That they were happy about the star. <laughs> they, were, they didn't say they were happy about seeing Jesus Christ, uh, our Lord Savior. Um, although, they did fall down and worship him, and when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts of gold and frankincense and mirth. So that certainly does say so. And being warned of God in a dream, they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared, appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take young children and his mother and flee into Egypt. And I going back to the, uh, the Magi, the wise men, apparently it was 
custom to present such treasures to royalty, to kings, and etc. Uh, gifts such as gold and frankincense and mirth. Of course, it also I believe it is prophetic that they did that as well, but mm, if I'm not mistaken, it'd be nice to have someone like Larry Rod right now to correct me if I'm going the wrong path there. So, being warned of God in a dream. Okay, so yeah, so they left a different, and then Joseph. Um, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take young children, the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt. And be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And it is interesting that Egypt is actually more safe than Judah, Judea, and Jerusalem. Isn't that interesting? And when he arose, he took a young man, young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be for fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Then Herod, when he... I mean, this chapter alone, there's so much to study. You could spend a year probably just researching on this chapter the amount of information and Herod when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men was exceedingly wroth and set forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and all the coasts thereof from two years and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, In Ramah was there the voice heard, lamentations, and weeping, and a great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted, because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead, which sought the young child's life. And he rose and took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that our Achilles, Achilles, or something like that, did rain. Achilles did rain in Judea in the room of his father Herod. He was afraid to go thither. Notwithstanding being warned of God, in a dream he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Now, it's interesting here is that apparently he arose and took his own child and split it into the land of Israel, but when he heard it, 
But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel before of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel. Okay. I want to bring this up because I've heard several people say that uh, that Joseph wasn't he disobeyed. Um, he disobeyed um, the angel, but did he? Is not Nazareth and Judea all part of Israel? Galilee and that kind of thing. So I don't think so. I think that argument is pretty weak that he disobeyed the angel. I can't imagine anybody who had an angel of God come before him that would, in the end, be so foolish as to not listen to him. So okay. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea. This is now chapter 3, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, or Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. And the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and leather girdled about his loins, and the meat was locusts and wild honey. Then went out to him Jerusalem and all of Judea and all the region around about Jordan, and were baptized of him in Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees come, to his baptism, he said unto them, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bring forth, therefore, fruits, meat, for repentance. And think not to say within yourselves, We have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down and cast into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I whose shoes I am not worthy to bear, he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the shaft with unquenchable fire, unquenchable fire. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to baptize of him, to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee. Comest thou to me? And Jesus 
answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went straightway out to the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, and lightning upon him, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And I think I'm going to stop there. Yeah, unfortunately, it could have been longer, but we had technical problems. And, um, yeah, we could continue on, I think. I really am enjoying the Bible. It's really an enjoyable experience this time around. Okay, take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.